Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. So Derek, we had a conversation earlier this week. We did. Um, when I was, I was sitting there trying to talk, think of different topics we're going to be discussing uh, for upcoming shows and I was sitting there looking through a magazine and there was a picture of a couple of canoes under um, like the Milky Way, you know, that standard Milky Way uh, star photo you see. Yep. Uh, and I was just thinking like all the endless possibilities that are out there to which got me thinking of the endless possibility of canoe trips, especially this time of year when we were starting to, you know, think where you're going to go for your summer vacation, you know, what rivers you're going to paddle, you know, there's, there's the weekend river paddling or even out for an evening paddle sort of thing. And then it got me thinking about if you had absolutely nothing holding you back, where would you go canoeing? And this brought up the idea of the canoe trip challenge. It's like, what would you do when you won the lotto? That's pretty thing. much it. The places you could go, because you see the pictures and stuff like that. And yeah. maybe you're going to one or two or three of these places in your lifetime. But if you didn't have to worry about a regular job or <laughs> paying anything, that yeah. sort of deal, where would you go? So I came up with the idea of the canoe trip challenge. And this week's show is going to be the canoe trip challenge, Sean versus Derek. <laughs> this is going to be good. So there are eight parameters that you have to follow on this challenge. Let's go through them. Number one, you get an unlimited credit card. It's a huge perk. There's no limit on that card. So if you need something, you pop that baby down and it's yours. Yeah. All right. Number two, unlimited use of aircraft. So be it a commercial airline like Air Canada or WestJet or something like that, you can just walk up to the counter, say, I need a ticket and you get a ticket. If it's <laughs> mom and pop crop dusting in Iowa, you get on her plane. <laughs> Unlimited use. You just walk up and say, I need a ride. Number three, a timeline of 62 days. July 1st to August 31st. That is your timeline. Now, your time starts on July 1st with your first paddle stroke and ends on August 31st when you exit your canoe for the last time. So if you are starting saying, over in BC, the time it takes you to travel from Toronto to BC doesn't count. Exactly. Right. And if you finish in BC, the time you, it takes you to travel from BC back home isn't part of that 62 days. 62 days is first paddle stroke to last paddle stroke. Very generous parameter so far. Thanks man. <laughs> Number four, you have to take three friends. And it's optional. You can name your friends if you have any. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's you out. <laughs> I win. I'll have to hire three people. I'll go. There's some bums down on the corner. I've got an unlimited credit card. I can hire three people. <laughs> yo, yo, hobo under the bridge. <laughs> can you hold the paddle? Uh, number five. Two canoes. And you must use the same canoes for the whole trip. Only uh, way I'm going to bend on that parameter is if you happen to wrap your canoe around a rock somewhere and it breaks in half. Yeah. Uh, you can replace Obviously, it. Obviously, yeah. Right? But you got to replace it with the same canoe. <laughs> same setup. <laughs> Too easy. Yeah. Uh, number, that was what, number five? Number six, you have to stay in North America. So anywhere in North America, Canada, U.S., Mexico. Number seven, you have to use the same gear throughout the trip. Stoves, water filters, shelter, sleeping bags, that sort of stuff. Only exception is if you're going to take a commercial airline and they do not allow you to take fuel. Yes. Then that you can, you can leave behind and then purchase new when you get to your next location. But other than that, everything else must be the same. Even your stinky underwear. <laughs> and the last parameter, one big pack or barrel per person 
110 liter max. So that's like one of those. It's 110 or 120 liters. Uh, I think those the big Eureka's, uh, sea line Eureka I think the packs. Blue Eurekas are 120, and the yellow 120s. sea lines are like 110s or okay. something like that. So that that's that is the most you can bring. One of those per person. Yeah. No more. You can bring less, but no more. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That yeah. works. All right. Those are the eight parameters of the trip. Anywhere, unlimited cash, unlimited airlines. Where would you go? So now you stipulated. Mm-hmm. You stipulated. I'm going to say this. My rules, I can change them as I go along. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but you said that it's going to be, it's a, our, this episode, this uh, this little discussion, we're going to have this, uh, this fantasy. It's going to be Sean versus Derek. How do you know who wins? My rules, my. <laughs> Congratulations, Sean. I mean, that we'll, we'll come up with something. <laughs> I, it's not really contesting. It's more of a, a your your ideas or your your ideal trip versus my ideal trip. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, well, I didn't really go from ideal. I just went from what was possible. What was possible? <laughs> I've got a giant barge going down the Mississippi <laughs> with, with girls serving me dates and grapes and big palm fronds, just like the Nile days. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, see? I'm so I win! <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything you want to add before we get into this? Uh, yeah, there's, as I came across some of this stuff and did my research, I, I came across this, uh, a couple little tidbits of information. So, as we talk about these grandiose trips that we're going to discuss here, it uh, it kind of brings to mind, like, you know, I, I, I grew up canoeing and I've been canoeing for, I don't know how many years. But uh, some of the statistics surrounding canoe tripping and paddling, uh, the thing I found is they said last year there was an estimated 22 million paddled canoes. And uh, so uh, perhaps only a few thousands of of those people, thousands of those uh, canoe trips were wilderness trips longer than a week. Uh, So basically what they're saying is that there's why it's like people just have too little vacation nowadays or there's just too much to do life's too busy i guess back in the 90s they're saying that i don't know how you come up with this information but back in the 90s an average canoe trip was about nine days long and now our average canoe trips are just basically a long weekend you get out for a long weekend and that's it you don't get a lot of people doing these long trips anymore it's it's uh and you you read some of the old trip logs you talk about the scarlet brothers and yep. these epic trips and now it's just weekend warriors run up to a park somewhere camp canoe and run back. go to the cottage right? it's people's priorities change so it, it i found it interesting that that uh, we are coming, it's, you know, the shortening of attention spans and, you know, like even now videos and whatever, like, you know, the vine is six seconds long, whatever. Anyways, it was just an interesting little thing that uh, I came up with uh, in my research for my little trips. Well, we're going to change that. We're going to go for 62 day long trips. (laughs) Yes, yes. An epic trip. We are going to have epic trips for those people that can't have epic trips. Yes, (laughs) <laughs> they will live vicariously through us while they are in rush hour traffic, yeah. working their fingers to the bone. Yeah, like Hoffmeister and Mike Ranta and all these people doing these epic big trips. So this is ours. This is ours. <laughs> so without further ado, Derek. Okay. Take us on a 62-day canoe trip around North America. So I started in deep detail and then I just kind of, I kind of sketched out my plan. I... I started big in New Brunswick and I, I thought, you know what, if I could go into North America, Canada, US, Mexico, I, I, there's just too many places to go. I, I just couldn't wind it down to fit all, a lot of the stuff I wanted to do fit within 62 days. So I thought, well, if I want to take another two month trip, I'll do <laughs> like US and Mexico. So I, I, I limited it mostly to Canada. And I covered off some of the the peak highlights that uh, trips that I would actually want to do. Like these are, the, this is this is my bucket of fantasy trips. So I figure my my very first 
leg of my little trip here. I'm going to start where I grew up. I'm going to start on the St. John River. It's going to be an easy trip. It's uh, flat water, slow water. It's uh, start up in the I, one of the areas I know, Cambridge Narrows, and I just paddle the uh, St. John River down through a lot of the areas that I knew growing up. So it's like this uh, good epic start to my trip, and but it's going to be easy. No white water except for potentially, and I've always wanted to canoe through there, is uh, reversing falls in St. John to Brunswick. Ah. So you can get you white water there. You can get white water going up river or you can get white water going down river depending on tide. <laughs> <laughs> so that would, I always wanted to do that. So St. John River down into the Bay of Funday and up around somewhere along the coast, Miss Peck Beach near St. John. And uh, then I would, uh, and it was, it, this comes from the unlimited credit card and unlimited use of aircraft. I thought, hmm, it's, I was trying to figure out I was in deep into the details at first, and then I kind of got wishy-washy afterwards. But in that first part, I was thinking, well, if I'm going to have to worry about my fuel bottle on a commercial airline, and what commercial airline, like United Airlines, will take your canoe and other ones won't, if I do charters, I have unlimited credit card, which would pay for a charter, but then again, I have unlimited use of aircraft, so I'm going to take charter flights everywhere I go. <laughs> that, That's the uh, way to do it. It solves a lot of the details. I can take fuel. You can, you, whatever. It's, it's just throw everything. You have the plane. You can put whatever you want in it up to a limited weight. So from there, I thought, okay, I'm going to fly to Ottawa and then take a leg up to the Pingalowit Crater in northern Quebec on the Ungava Peninsula. This is one of my... This my is one of the ones you talk about quite a lot. Yes, yeah, so my fantasy trip. I've always wanted to go up to Pingalowit Crater, check out the area. So... There's uh, a lot of the early starts of this trip from the Pingala Crater. There's a lot of shallow waters and a lot of portaging. So, of course, it's going to waste some time, but I want to hit some of the rivers up there. But I don't have a whole month to get to the coast. So I'm going to take some of the rivers and have a clearing or go to a mine. There's a couple uh, northern mines that you can get to, you can fly a plane into. So Pingala Crater, I'm going to do you know, like four or five days of that. So now I'm already uh, from New Brunswick, July 1st, Pengalaric Crater, finish at the Pengalaric Crater. Now I'm on July 19th after my New Brunswick, my charter airline up to Pengalaric, July 19th. And uh, so then I'm going to take a charter flight and I'm going to go back in down to Southern Quebec. And then I'm going to head up to Banks Island. So this is this is Sean's fantasy island. This is Sean's fantasy trip, the Thompson River on Banks Island. But I've combined a little bit extra on this. So I want to do uh, Banks Island, and I want to do Victoria Island. So the Thompson River, obviously, on Banks Island is is a big choice, and that's going to take me to about July 28th. Then I'm going to hop on a puddle jumper somewhere, like a a float plane, and charter myself over to Victoria Island and I want to do I was thinking either the Nanook or the Kujwa River so uh, I know Lynette and Lester did the Kujwa River and I did their read through their uh, trip log and it was it's a really nice river the uh, the animals they saw in it was is just fantastic so that's that, that's the river that I would do and that would take me right up into August 6th I'm burning a lot of time here <laughs> so far <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know four five six days per leg and then mm -hmm. the charter flights in between the time to to fly certain areas so anyways so now I'm going to uh, I'm going to go from Victoria Island and I'm going to go south deep south well, not too deep south, but Arkansas or Arkansas. <laughs> so Northwest, uh, so Northwest Territories or uh, Victoria Island. Actually, it's Nunavut, isn't it? Is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Nunavut down to Ar Arkansas. And one of the places I saw that really piqued my interest over through doing, it's one, it was going to be one of the uh, Derek's Destinations thing, but it got back shelved. Anyways, it's the Buffalo River Watershed. It's uh, it's in the Ozark Mountains. It uh, starts early on with uh, a lot of white water, moves on to flat water. It's a 132 mile route, and uh, so they they say it, it, it depending on your skill level and whatever. So it could take you know, you could do it in seven days or you can do it in three weeks. 
depending on your route and whatever. So three I three weeks you're done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so there from there I figure I, that's going to take me uh, till about August sixteenth, and then from there I'm going to leave Arkansas, take another charter flight up to Northwest Territories, and I want to do the Nahani River. I've always wanted to see the Nahani. Everybody talks about the Nahani. Trudeau talks about the Nahani. And all these, these, it's just one of these epic Canadian rivers yeah. with, with the Virginia Falls, that huge, massive waterfall with a big boulder in the middle of it. And mm-hmm. I've always wanted to see that. So that leg of the trip and the Nahani, they, they say you can do that depending on portions of the river that you do. It's, you know, I figured it would be another five to six days. And now I'm at August 24th. So I'm running out of time. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long, you know, Couple six months. weeks. <laughs> it's been a long <laughs> six weeks. So I thought, let's let's finish on an on a easy note. And and this is this is where it becomes complicated for the rules or the uh, permutations of what we set up for the for the eight rules. And that's where you have to use the same two canoes for the whole trip because I want to do the Queen Charlotte Islands. But I can do the, t- obviously we're doing a lot of white water, so the tunnel cover over the canoe. And, uh, but I would have liked to have done it by kayak, but I'll stick to the rules. Canoe, I'm going to canoe. Parameters are parameters, yep. my friend. So I would, just for safety, I would stick to the inside passage along the Queen Charlotte Islands, mm-hmm. investigate the totems and the, uh, the islands and islets and fjords and whatever on the Queen Charlottes. And that's where I would end my trip in the really? Queen Charlotte Islands. Really? So I'd be going from saltwater, freshwater cross, and end in saltwater. So that's pretty cool. Got a question for you, though. Sure. Why do you go from all the way up north, all the way down to Arkansas, just to come way back up to the Nahani again? Well, it, it did it, the the rules. I, I was just picking along the way, and I was uh, I thought, unlimited cash? It's easy enough to switch legs up. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're getting it too much into details. No, no, no. I'm just thinking, because you know what? Like, if you're looking for time-wise, that's a lot of time wasted going there and then yes. way back. There's going to so be... there's an extra day or two that you could have thrown in somewhere. This is true. This is true. Because anything up north, like, just to... Actually, the with Arkansas and stuff like that, I would probably would have been wise to go from Pingalowit Crater over to Arkansas and then head north up to Banks Island, Victoria Island, and then head west towards the, uh, the Yukon Territory, Northwest Territories for the uh, or Nahani River. start in Arkansas, then go Pingualuit, and then head up to Banks and yeah, Victoria, yeah. and then head down over. You, you fixed my fantasy trip. See? That'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not only have I fixed your fantasy trip, my friend, but I've given you about four extra days. <laughs> yes, yes, you have. So now you need to come up with another place to go. And I, I did give uh, two days of travel between each leg of the trips. Really? I gave a good two days of trip traveling. Okay. With, with the charter, I figured you're going to end. You got to gear down and then get onto the plane and gear land and gear back up again and get in the water. There's going to be some traveling by vehicle and whatnot. So I, I did give two days of travel between, for each leg. So now you took this to a bit of another level. You started talking. You started writing down. I know some costs. I did. I did. And and some of the costs aren't applicable because I I forgot. Some of the rules, like the unlimited use of aircraft. <laughs> I'm giving you an unlimited credit card, unlimited <laughs> aircraft, and you're forgetting the rules. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, 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 uh, I kind of, I did some online spelunking, and I, I came up with some basic costs for, for uh, charter aircraft, and on average, like some of these legs are going to be higher in cost for a charter line airline. Yeah. And some would be a little bit less, right? So. Uh, on average, I ha- so I have six charter aircraft flights, and on average, it's going to be about twenty five thousand per charter. Wow. So I had one hundred fifty thousand well, dollars in charters alone. Yeah, because you're chartering northern Canada, like way north. Yes, and I mean when I looked into doing Banks Island, 
I nearly choked on my breakfast when I got the email that said how much the charters were going well, to cost. The same for me. I checked out the charter up to Pingalo Crater and it's 25,000. It's 24,700. Yeah. The guy, the guy emailed me. I said, yeah, I'm looking at a charter to the Pingalo Crater. And the guy who runs a charter company said, he was so nonchalant in the email. He's very nice email, very polite. And he says, yeah, it, it was like he was telling me my coffee is going to be a buck 75. You know, and it's like... You know, I emailed my guy back when I got my quotes and I said, did you misplace a decimal? <laughs> I got I got an email back going, no, sir, that is actually correct. <laughs> I'm thinking, no, that, that can't be right. Oh my God, really? For, I'll walk. Yeah. yeah, it is. The the value is shocking. Wow. But yeah. it's, it, you're paying for, you, you, when you do the charter... You can reduce the cost by putting more people onto the charter and there's yep. a limit of weight. And when I discussed it with the guy for the Pingalo Crater, he, I can't remember the number, but it was, it was in the range of like 4,000 pounds of, of gear, which is a lot. And like, I, I think it worked out to when I, at the time I was looking at it, if I could get eight people, all of their watercraft and watercraft would have to be folding boats. So eight people, all their watercraft, all their gear. And I was averaging like 180 to 200 pounds a person. So it, it gives you eight people for up to the Pingalo. And then mm-hmm. you can divide the 25,000 between eight. Right. But if well, you're just I see going, that's the same thing we were looking at with uh, um, going up to, to Banks Island in yeah. Olivik is you could split the costs with another group that is going up yeah. or with a group that's coming back. Exactly. Because it, you'll hitch a ride up on the plane that's going to pick them up. Yes. So they won't charge you so as they, much and they don't charge them as much. They're not flying an empty aircraft. Yeah. It's yeah. full both ways. Exactly. So everybody yeah. gets a break on the cost, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it just prices like, wow, <laughs> you know. I do have some other costs that I kind of worked out in my head in, and it with gearing up and stuff, like you're talking two fully outfitted canoes, the four packs, equipment various. Um, I'm buying everybody a dry suit with my unlimited credit card. So it was like, uh, there's going to be just under $20,000 in gear. Wow. I would like to thank Bill Gates and uh, Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> for the unlimited credit cards on this trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> and both of those guys are on my trip. <laughs> exactly. Oh, speaking of who's on the trip, I uh, I came up with a list of people that I, I well, for one, I'm going to be doing a lot of white water. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I better take a professional. And the when I did MKC in the spring... The whitewater instructor, Ken McDermott, he was an awesome instructor. He's very personable. He's, he's, I've seen him in magazines with like, uh, David Lee. Yeah. So he was the, uh. Yeah. They was, went and did the, the lower yeah. Nahani. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what, Ken McDermott, because McDermott has to be there. And, uh, then I thought who else would be interesting? Well, uh. My, our buddy, uh, Mike Burns. I think we discussed that we weren't going to include each other. So you're off my oh, list. Oh no, I just, I said, <laughs> I'm not bringing you. I'm not bringing you. <laughs> anyway, so Ken McDermott, Mike Burns. And, uh, I thought, uh, I was going through a list of, of names of people and, and I was weighing in and out and I thought, you know what, if he would go, I would take Kevin Callen. He would probably go. And that's why tonight you, you were wondering why I asked if Kevin Callan does white water. I kind of figured as much. <laughs> I may have been born at night, but it wasn't last night, buddy. <laughs> so it, because, but you know, given the yeah, detail. he does, well, his uh, Spay River trip had white water. That's true. Right? That's true. Yeah. 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 And uh, Ken could uh, get us all through safely anyways, regardless of experience. So th- those are the three people I would take with me. There was other people, but you had named some of the ideas that I had come up with so uh i was trying to find different people and i think those three people would be fantastic bob the hobo under the bridge yeah bob the hobo yeah yeah because <laughs> he's indispensable yeah. <laughs> just in case <laughs> so mike when you're listening to this i uh, i just bought you a canoe wet uh, dry suit and all the gear and i'm taking you on a 62 day trip <laughs> don't forget to write bill gates mark zuckerberg a, and thank, a them, thank yeah. you note <laughs> all right well let's take a quick break here and when we come back i'll give you my trip Excellent. You are listening to Paddling Adventures Radio on Reno Viola Outdoors. Do you enjoy getting on the water with a paddle in your hand? If so, this show's for you. Listen to Paddling Adventures Radio every Wednesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. and see what's happening in the world of paddle sports. Paddling Adventures Radio. Whether you're close to home or far away, grab a paddle 
and get on the water. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. And welcome back. Uh, now it is my turn. <laughs> so let's go. My trip. Okay. My partners would be Derek Specht. You take me. I would take you because I couldn't leave you at home. <laughs> I need somebody to make fun of for the next 62 days. Well, I'm taking Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I remember that. David Lee and Jim Baird. Nice. I would take those two because they love trips like this. They've done trips like this. They have the experience. And they have the experience on trips like this. Because you want to come back alive. I Well, <laughs> I just want to come back. <laughs> alive would be, you know, a little check in the checkbox yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, but no, they, they're into this kind of thing and they've, they've got the experience Absolutely, doing this sort yeah. of thing. Right? So, um, and it looks good on, on me taking these guys. Well, now you make me look like a jerk because I'm not taking you. Wow. <laughs> Wasn't going to say anything. But I'm not buying beer next week. <laughs> I buy all the beer. <laughs> See? <laughs> um, okay, the planes and canoes. I went the route. Because I, I was at the beginning when we first brought this up, uh, we were talking about the airlines and yep. stuff like that. I am hiring two float planes. For the entire trip. Two float planes with pilots. Because here's the deal. They fly you up. And every one of my destinations has a big body of water at the start and the end big enough to land a float plane. Oh, you got into the details. Well, a little bit. (laughs) Right? So, So basically, they fly you up, they drop you off. Yeah. And while you're doing your trip... They go elsewhere to a town or something like that, and they get the next set of food and stuff like that yep. that you're going to need for the next leg of your trip. Their sole job is between flights is to get you, freeze dry you some food <laughs> or pick it up, whatever you know. Um, and then when they pick you up, when you guys take off, then you're getting all the garbage out of your packs yep. and repacking on the plane. Yeah. Your stuff that you're going to need for the next. So yours is whirlwind. Leg. There's no downtime. There is. This is 62 days of nonstop <laughs> fun and excitement. Okay. Be prepared, Derek. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> there's bugs. There's animals. <laughs> there's white water. There's fun, fun, fun. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So this is this is the two canoes. I was thinking a couple of prospectors, but yeah, I don't know. I, I would let Jim. And Derek or uh, David um, pick, yeah, on what would be best, and yeah, they would have the covers on them and that, that yeah. sort of stuff, right? Uh, because of because of the white water. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So, so let's just dive right into the trip. The plane will pick us up down the road here on Lake Ontario. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, five minutes from my house. Yeah, you know, my wife will drop us off <laughs> at the lake. Three and a half hour flight north to the Winnisk River. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. It is halfway between Winnisk Provincial Park um, and Polar Bear Provincial Park. So it's just, is directly south of Hudson's Bay. There's a spot, it's going north, and then all of a sudden takes a quick right-hand turn to okay. the west. Yep. Or the east, I should say. Yeah. Well, right there, is a, it's wide enough. I even did the Google air, oh, yeah. uh, measurements and all that. As well, for my air, air times for this trip, I use this Plane Master thing, and it actually has the float planes that I wanted. Okay. And it will give you flight times to various locations. Now, do you know what the fuel capacity of these planes are? Can it get you to these distances? Well, a lot of them is like a three-hour flight and stuff okay. like that. So even built in, there's extra time built in that if we need to land and refuel, that sort okay. of thing. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all That's all built in. So 200 kilometers of the Winnisk River 
for seven days. Um, you paddle up to Piawanek on Hudson's Bay. Yeah. Winisk, uh, and I just put some some little things here. Like Winisk is Cree for groundhog or woodchuck. There's Whitewater, there's Canadian Shield, the Hudson's Bay Lowlands. You're going to see polar bears, eagles, moose, caribou, wolves, and tons of other wildlife. The Winnisk River, is that the one uh, Jim Baird showed during the Real Paddle Film Fest? No. No? No. Okay. No. Um, And then fishing. Okay. Brook trout, northern pike, and walleye. So that's seven days. Wow, you really got into the detail. Yeah, I know. Why do you think I'm taking you? <laughs> Holy cow. Now you want to go, don't you? Well, yeah. You, <laughs> oh, no, this is a different Derek, I know. You are detail-oriented, yeah. so I guess it... Uh... So from the Winnisk River, they pick us up, because that way, you know what? You go into Hudson's Bay. Yeah. You finish your trip in Hudson's Bay. Yeah. Right? That's a big enough place for a float plane or two Absolutely. to land. At high tide. At high tide. So they land, we load up, yep. and off we go for a... Nine-hour flight to Anuvik, and then another couple hours up Saks Harbor and into Olavik, oh, yes. Banks Island, Thompson yes. River. Um, there we'll be doing 160 kilometers of paddling over seven days. Yeah. Now, some of my trips also include some hiking time and that oh, okay. sort of stuff, right? Wow. Not just straight paddling, because there's stuff to see when we're there, you know. <laughs> uh, you're above the Arctic Circle. Uh, Thompson River is the most... Northernmost navigable river by canoe in North America. Yes. It's in an Arctic desert. You're going to see muskox, Arctic wolves, ptarmigan, caribou, and polar bears. Ah, wow. Yeah. A lot of history up there. The Franklin Expedition, the Northwest Passage. Uh, you got the HMS Investigator, which was just found up in Mercy Bay. Got trapped in ice, sunk, lost for Yes. For many, many, and many, many, And that's many, one of the moons. reasons why I want to go to Banks Island, because right there in that harbor is, uh, I want to go and, and, and I don't think you're allowed to go scuba dive down on it, but I'd love to be able to look down through the water and see and it. And see it. Yeah. And, and there's certain areas on the island that are historical that, yep. where these guys uh, lived and The whatever. Aboriginal peoples have been there for at least 3,400 years. Yeah. That's incredible. Right. So that's, so that's 14 days in my trip. Wow. And look what you've done already. That's just two weeks, Darren. Aren't you excited? <laughs> From there, we head to the Athabasca River yeah. in Jasper. So we're going from, that's an eight-hour flight yeah. down to Jasper. Um, 365 kilometers of, of paddling from Jasper to Fort Assiniboine. I looked at this one. Uh-huh. Well, was, so did I, apparently. It was one of my backup locations, but I just, I had to li- pare down the, the list. Well, this one, you're paddling through mountains, mountain yeah. valleys, gorges, oh, into the foothills area. of Alberta, through forests and farmlands, the Rocky Mountains. It originates from the Athabasca Glacier in the Columbia Ice Fields. Perfect. Bald eagles, bears, and moose. And it's a Canadian Heritage River. There you go. So you're now at 21 days. Is it slow at your work or something? No, no. <laughs> How do you find the time? I've been thinking about this for many years. <laughs> Number four on my list after there is a two-hour flight from Fort Assiniboine to Flathead Lake down in Montana. Okay. Flathead Lake to Lake Pend Oreille in Idaho. 285 kilometers of paddling for 10 days. Is this your longest? That's, nope. This is the second longest. Uh, big lakes, white water, flat water, river valleys through large hills and forests, big dams, like big hydroelectric dams you got to go around. Or go through. Or over, yeah. <laughs> Bighorn sheep, deer and bears, and trout fishing. Uh-huh. Right? So you're getting a little bit of that going on at the same time. So that's 31 days. Mm-hmm. So there's July gone. Yeah. That is July. Wow. We've gone from the Hudson's Bay up to the north of the Arctic Circle. Do you have any rest days built in? Because no. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I did the, the measurement tool yeah. with uh, the Google thing and actually mapped it out. I yeah, did... it's, it's not, you're not going gangbusters every no? single day doing okay. 100 kilometers a day. Because I built in rest days. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
My rest days are flying from place to place. <laughs> You're resting when you leave Olavik and you get to Jasper. Wow. <laughs> That's like 10 hours, right? Um, okay, so yeah, the Flathead River and Clark Forks River. Montana to Idaho. Okay. Right? So that's your 10 days. So that's the end of July. Now we're into August. August starts on the Colorado River for four days. Ah. It's a five-hour flight from Idaho. Um, uh, We start on Lake Mead just below Hoover Dam. Nice. There's a spot there where you can launch and you're looking at Hoover Dam from below. Yeah. And you go down. Uh, you're heading to Laughlin at the end of, uh, at the end of Lake Mojave in Nevada. Okay. So you're going straight across. 110 kilometers of paddling, bighorn sheep, owls, beavers, and a bunch of different types of reptiles, right? So now yeah. you're getting a different, different yeah. scenery, right? Different animals and all that. The Black Canyon Water Trail is what you're taking through. The first water trail going through the desert and the first national water trail in the Southwest and it's rugged, rugged canyon lands that you're going through. Huh. So that's totally different than what you've just come exactly, from. Exactly, right? yeah. Uh, historic mining area around the El Dorado Canyon near oh, Lake Mojave. El Dorado. Mojave, Mojave, Mojave? Mojave. Mojave, yeah. The Mojave Devit, right? Yeah. So that's, that's four days. So we're at 35 days now. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> then comes the biggie. Okay. Seven hours from Laughlin... Um, Nevada. Yep. To El Jabali in Mexico. In Mexico. We're going to Mexico, senor. 350 kilometers over 12 days. El Jabali to Tampico on the Gulf of Florida, or Gulf of Mexico. Now, why did you include this one? Because of the scenery. Yeah? Yeah. So this is, if you look at a map, you see Monterey. And you see Mexico City. Monterey. Monterey, Monterey. Mon- yeah, Monterey. <laughs> Sorry, Monterey. Monterey. Falcon, Falcon, Falcon. <laughs> uh, if you look between Monterey and Mexico City, yep. you'll, it's, it's right in there. Okay. You got to zoom right in on the Google map to find it. Um, 350 kilometers. The big part of it is, because there's, there's three rivers, the Galinas River, Rio Tampion, and Panuco River. Okay. So three different rivers. Where the Galanas goes over the waterfall, the Tamul Waterfall, 300 feet high in a jungle. Are you like, including that as part of your trip? That's part of my trip. <laughs> I don't know about that. How, apparently there's ways to get down. Yeah, yeah, I don't the, know. Yeah, there'd be portages. <laughs> no, that's or just lines, a drop, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pick up speed. <laughs> I bet somebody's done it by kayak. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. 300 feet. Turquoise water through the jungle. Oh, that'd be nice. There's a flooded cave that is about 60 feet deep yeah. and transparent to the bottom. Huh. Great place wow. for swimming. Parrots, alligators, and spider monkeys. So lots of food. Yep. Uh, white water, all intermediate white water. So no, no. No beginners, no pff, crazy yeah. stuff. We're that's all going to die good. stuff. That's good. Um, natural geography in the rock. The, there's gorges, narrow gorges, bridges, and rock islands. Chance to see Aztec ruins along the way. That which is cool. Would be a high right? point. Puentes de Dios, Bridge of God. Uh oh. I um, I thought this was a typo, and I looked at a few spots, yeah. and I don't think it is. Runs through a two thousand foot deep jungle canyon. Yeah. 2,000 feet. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jeez. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And you end up at the end of these three rivers. Yeah. In the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, you were in the Gulf. You end up in Tampico, which is right at the Gulf of Mexico. Easy, easy spot to pick up by float plane. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> From there, and that's, that's day 47 now. Yeah. So we're getting close. From there, we're going to end it. On a rather historic river. Okay. A five-hour flight to Wycliffe, Kentucky. Okay. Alrighty. Ten days on the Mississippi River. Nice. Going from Wycliffe, Kentucky, where that's where the Mississippi meets the Ohio River. Yep. Right? That's the conf- confluence. Yep. 
We're going south to Memphis, Tennessee. Nice. Right? And that's part of, that's, that's part of lower Mississippi. 330 kilometer paddle. Paddle historic waterways with historic places along the way. See the Mississippi River traffic, like a working river. Yep. You know, because we've everything we've done is is all wilderness sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Well, this is an actual working waterway, barges and all that sort of stuff. Paddle board, uh, paddle uh, ships. Yep. Right. Yeah. That paddle wheels. Paddle, paddle wheel. Yeah. Recreational river, variety of animals and birds along the way in some of the marshes and stuff. Um, and paddling to a place like Memphis, Tennessee, is a good way to end the trip. And <laughs> the reason I'm ending my trip there, we've played music. On our show, from Jerry Vandiver. Is that where he's from? And that's where he's from. And we are going to stay at Jerry's place at the end of our trip and party like it's 1999. <laughs> How is that for an end of a trip? That's awesome. Right? 57 days of paddling, two days worth of flying. Wow. And three buffer days, just in case weather yeah. or something yeah. like that, we get behind a day or something like that, is my 62-day trip. I feel like I have to go re- re-research mine. Mine was uh, far less superior. I went I went the complete circle route. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I started from home. Like I say, head north, norther, <laughs> <laughs> south, souther, yeah. southerer, and then back north. So, I, yeah, I just, I did a circle. But like I say, you look at all the spots on a map, and you're thinking unlimited money, unlimited... yeah. Uh, you know, the, 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 the sky's the limit. Exactly. And it's hard. I had a massive page filled with rivers. And then, yeah, I get about the four. I'm like, okay, you know, I haven't even left Ontario yet. <laughs> and I'm already in, yeah. in, in like August 19 or, uh, or 2067. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, y- you got to pare it down. So that's my trip. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Isn't it? But, uh, yeah, have, yeah. I mean, we're just, gonna have a great time. Yeah. See, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, you look at the map here because I got, I got, you know, for people listening here, I got a couple of maps that show where the rivers are and stuff like yeah. that. Even that one, because I was, I was looking in Mexico, and even that one um, that I, I, I was contemplating, I'm, like there wasn't a lot that I would really do down there. But then I started looking at the scenery okay. along the routes of this one particular trip, and I'm thinking. That would be absolutely awesome to mm. do. You know, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know what the, um, I mean, there's a lot of white water. There's a lot of places that you need to be portaging and stuff. I don't know. They do do river trips and stuff like yep. that. There's guys that come the other way just to the waterfalls and such, but it'd be kind of cool. So, I mean, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, and you go from like <laughs> Arctic down to deserts. Exactly. Right. Yep. I mean, that's, that's pretty neat too. Yeah. So. Let's take a quick break here and uh, come right back. You are listening to Paddling Adventures Radio on Reno Viola Outdoors. Do you enjoy getting on the water with a paddle in your hand? If so, this show's for you. Listen to Paddling Adventures Radio every Wednesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. and see what's happening in the world of paddle sports. Paddling Adventures Radio, whether you're close to home or far away, grab a paddle and get on the water. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. And welcome back. Um, so <laughs> I think we both sort of uh, had some pretty good points on our trip. Um, well, you mean like highlights, what we like highlight, best? Yeah, yeah. The diversity? Yeah. And I think that's, that's what it is. I think whoever does this kind of challenge, uh, I think that's the big thing is your trip is going to have a lot of diversity in it. Yeah. I mean, we, both our trips went through a lot of different 
types of water, everything from flat water, mm-hmm. salt water, we were white very water. Creative in building it, like, I, I, and I was I was very concerned about having. I didn't want to do an all white water trip or or end up being somebody that just kind of circles islands and circles islands yeah. and circles islands. I wanted the diversity. I want geographically i wanted to spread mm-hmm. it out i want to see you know flora fauna i want to see mountainous areas i want to see some flat water areas it, i wanted to cover everything off well and this this gets i mean i know with mine it's it's places i've wanted to see yes and i would love to see yeah. that i may not necessarily take the opportunity to go see yes you exactly know? it's one of those things and and that easily paired out a whole bunch like i had french river and stuff like that you know what i can do that do that anytime i, do that I did that last week. summer yeah you know so i left that off the list because it's yeah. not that's not a fantasy thing that's something that i had reality. Quet- i had quetico on the list yeah. i had uh, the boundary waters on the list so that to, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the stuff that is, is became rea- is like, oh, that's reality. I can do that. I wanted to pick a list of stuff that it's very unlikely I'm not going to get to do any of these things. Yeah, I've always wanted to paddle a river and end up in in the Hudson in Hudson's Bay. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? You know. Uh, so I mean, there there is yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, paddling through paddling through mountains, through canyons, yes. that sort of stuff. That's I love that. It's, I mean, you, you look at the pictures and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I I did include a lot of that in my trip. Mexico, who's ever going to go to Mexico? Yeah. But that's going to be one of those places you put pictures up of that trip. Yep. And everybody's going to go, man, I got to go there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just that if you look at the pictures on, on Google of the the um, the Galenis River, uh, the Santa, Rio Santa Maria yep. and all that um, down in Mexico, like you're just going to just go like, holy cow. You know, I mean, but the, the, log- the logistics of getting down there and whatnot uh, might be a bit much, but who knows? Uh, but yeah, you know what? The, the diversity, I'm seeing everything from polar bears and muskox to lizards. Yeah. Spider monkeys. Exactly. I don't want a spider monkey. <laughs> I wonder if I could train a spider monkey to be a paddling partner. I'll leave you at home. <laughs> Derek, you've been, you've been replaced by a spider monkey. I think you'd have a hard time getting him to keep his life jacket on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I said draw. <laughs> so yeah, you know what though, and like I say, I mean you're you're looking at um, the flights and that. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of flight time through there and a couple extra days. And yeah, I, I look at my trip and it looks like there's a lot, but you're doing a lot of the getting ready for your next leg yes. in the air. So you're always on the you're, go. You, you're say, you save a lot of time on yours and I, I wasted a lot of time. I gave up one or two days between each leg of the trip. Yeah. I, I don't think you would need to do that. And at the end of the day, I mean, we looked at going all the way south on yours and then well, heading all the way back north. But see, logistically on yours, yeah, I, I, I screwed that uh, logistically up. I should have started in Arkansas, went to New Brunswick and then curved up yeah. over north. You would have ended up with uh, probably at least four or five extra days on yes, the end of your yeah. Your but there. I also consider this is, uh, I did charter flights and you did float plane flights. Mm-hmm. I need a vehicle to get to the charter. You have your plane come to you. That's right. You saved a lot of time doing yep. that. Well, and like I say, all my resupply stuff is being done while I'm doing yeah. my, my trip. Yeah. So he shows up, we hop on and, and while he's flying us to the next spot, we're redoing everything. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, if you can do that. You know, and that's yeah. what I, that's what I was thinking. I'm because I know we talked about airlines and stuff like that. Yeah, and we're thinking, man, you got to go to airports, and you got like if we were if we were saying, oh, that going, would waste so much time. Oh man, that's getting to the airports, and getting charters. online, and because with yeah. charters, you you skip the security part of things, right? It's a char- so, it's yeah. not a commercial yeah. flight, so you're you're You'd just fl- a charter. And, you, and charter, you can be flying out of smaller airports exactly. too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but I I think I think. Um, I think that just renting out the planes itself and a pilot yeah. per plane would work out because it's not like they're they're up for the full sixty two days. Yeah, yeah. You know, you set them up in a hotel somewhere nearby so that yeah. they they zip over and pick you up. They got everything all ready for you. Yeah, you know, and it's it's just like hiring a limo yeah. and a driver. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and you you're one on one with that float plane guy, so yep. there's a lot more uh, leeway in the rules when it comes to stuff like that, right? Yeah. So you don't have he's not going to go through your pack and make sure you don't have like, you know, fireworks or explosives or whatever. It's yeah. just, you know, it's uh, you're it, going to get a, you're going to know him so well near the yeah. end of the trip 
that he's going to, you know, yeah, you know, I'll get you something extra or, you know what, you guys needed this on the last yeah. trip. You'll probably need it on this trip. He might do some, think of stuff that you didn't, yeah, you know, because they do this sort of thing. But uh, I think that's definitely a way to go is is the uh, the float planes. Yes. And you have to do two. And I only did two because of the the uh, Transport Canada rules of one canoe I per. I know. But if you could do two canoes per, then you wouldn't need two planes. Now, I thought I heard somebody tell me that they're changing that rule about the canoes on floats. and It'd be nice if they did. Yeah. Regardless. Anyways, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then you're doing everything in the air as you're traveling from yep. place to place. Yeah. You know? And so you're not wasting... You, I, also, I think the way I did it it's is also rush, rush, time. rush. So I might, you might get tired of the, the, but then again, you, you probably have a lot of rest days, like just floating down a river too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it seems like it's rush, rush, rush because you're not taking yeah. the extra days between the trips. Yeah. Right. But realistically, it's like one long 62 day trip. Yeah. And the flights. Oh yeah. There's one, it's a nine hour flight. Um, but you're probably going to be sleeping a lot of that yeah. or relax. You're going to be relaxing. I mean, that, yeah. that in itself is like a rest day, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't say it had to be a bare bones float plane. <laughs> so, uh, well, I guess that about wraps it up. That, yeah. That's about all you the know? time we have. Yeah. So thanks everybody for listening. If you want to try something like this, give it a whirl. We, I know I'd be interested in hearing it. Uh, in the meantime, check us out on paddlingadventuresradio.com, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, and FM Player. Thanks for listening. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.